Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. I welcome us again to another edition of Faithful Dominion today, Wednesday, um, 3rd of 4th of August. And uh, it's such a great delight, <coughs> excuse me, coming our way today. The Lord God Almighty is ready for us and is willing to bless us like he normally does when we come together like this. Before I run into today's program, I want to first and foremost invite you to our, the next edition of Dominion Voice Breakfast Meeting, which is coming up this coming Saturday. And you know the beautiful thing? We are meeting in person at the Royal Caledonian Legion, 14339, that is 58th Street. And as you can see on my background, as you can see in the background, the program for this coming Saturday. Please, I want you to be there. We'll be looking at the topic, have dominion. We'll be looking at the topic, have dominion. I want you to come with your friends, invite your friends, invite your loved ones. We're going to have a great time together after a long time that we have been online because of the COVID restriction. Now the COVID restriction is being removed from Edmonton. From wherever you are, come in, bring the children. The children have a place wherein they are going to have a great time in God's presence as well. So I want us to please come together. Um, we're going to be blessed with God's word and then we're going to share fellowship together. Meet with each other, love each other, cheer up each other, and it's going to be a great time on Saturday. Don't forget, don't come late. The time is 9 a.m. and it's going to be, we're going to be ending by 11 a.m. So that you work, whatever we want to do, you can do. And if you're watching from outside Edmonton, please take the liberty. Take the freedom to call to, to tune in. If you are watching from Africa or Europe, please call in at 7 p.m. at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Log in on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube. 4 p.m. You will definitely connect and uh, it's going to be a great time. However, if you are watching from another part, maybe from New York or Maryland, then you have to tune in at 11 because, I mean, from your time zone, you are two hours ahead of us here in Edmonton. Please make sure you are there. It promises to be a wonderful time in God's presence. Amen. Praise the Lord forevermore. Now, going to the teaching, we started a series of teaching two Saturdays ago, or two Wednesdays ago, and the title is, Who is God? Who is God? That is what we have been looking at, because you cannot have faith on who you don't know. I cannot have faith on who I don't know. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this morning. Uh, we are thank you for this afternoon. We bless your holy name. We are grateful for bringing us together at your feet to learn yet again. We are ready to learn. Lord, speak your word to us. Let your word find a place in our heart. Open our eyes of understanding and grant unto us understanding of this word that we may be able to benefit and that he may be able to profit us thereby. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, we are looking at the topic. The topic, who is God? And I want us to know, like we let just do a bit of a recap. I want us to know that you cannot have faith. I cannot have a, an effective working faith in God that I do not know. You cannot have an effective working faith in God that you do not know. 
please always bear in mind that the God we serve, Jehovah, the Most High, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is the everlasting Father. He is the Lord God that is the one that nobody created. He has been before the beginning of the beginning. He, dwell, he created time. That means for him to have created, when he created the heavens and the earth, he was somewhere before. He's the Lord God that lives in eternity. He stays out of, out of time and he creates time for every one of us to live in. He creates time for man. He creates time for every creature. And be why? Because at the end of it, he wants us to come stay with him in eternity. He is the most high. He's the ever living. He's the king of glory. He's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the one that made the highway even for the children of Israel to walk in the, to move within the Red Sea. He's the Lord God that rains, rains manna from heaven. I made them to feed on manna, which was sufficient for them to take them through the journey. He's the almighty God who, gave, who gives his children the desire, the desire of their hearts. He's the king of glory. He's the everlasting father. There is nothing that is impossible with him. He is the most high God who, who does not have a bottom. Neither can you cap him. Neither can you put a lead over him. It, it does not have boundary. He is just wide. He is big. He is strong. He is Lord God Almighty who the heaven and the earth, even the galaxy cannot contain. Yet he lives in the hearts of men when we give our hearts to him. He is the most high. He is the one that flung stars into space. He is the one that called those things that be not as though they are. I'm talking of the Almighty God. I'm talking of the Most High. He is the Lord God Almighty who cannot be measured. He is so heavy he cannot be lifted. And yet he's so light that he can blow and he's a spirit. He is the Most High. He is the God of all flesh. He is the King of glory. He is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Most High. Do you know who God is? Your understanding of God is what makes a difference. When you know the capacity and the ability of God, you will not doubt his promises. You will not doubt those things that he has said. For example, he said in his word, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is, everywhere you are, when you are awake, when you are slept, he is always there. He has promised never to leave you nor forsake you. That is why it is impossible for you as a child of God to be stranded in life. Because he that watches over you neither slumber nor sleep, we are talking of the most high. He is never tired. Now listen, the Bible said on the seventh day when he created the heavens and the earth, he rested. Not because, not that he is tired. No. He rested so that the man can continue the work of creation from where he stopped. The Almighty God is the same yesterday, is the same today and forevermore. He is the Almighty King. He is the omnipotent God. That is, he is so potent, he is so powerful. There is no limit to his power. There is no limit to what he can do. You know what? It is you and I that determines the extent to which he can move in our lives. He is, the more you take out of him, the more he becomes. He, he does not diminish. Your request to him does not diminish him. Whatever you're asking from him does not diminish God. Are you asking for a child? And he, give you, he will give you twins, he will give you triplets. He does not diminish him. Are you asking God for a breakthrough? It doesn't make any difference to him. It doesn't diminish him. It is like you go to the ocean and you go with a teacup. You take, the ocean does not know. You go with a, with a bucket. You take, the ocean does not know. You go again with a tanker. The ocean does not know. Even you go again to say you want to drain water from it. It does not make, the ocean does not know. It is you and I that determines. We are talking about the omnipotent God. 
the all-knowing God. He knows all things. He knows all things. He created all things. He knows all things. He knows the day you are born. He knows the day you will die. He knows the day you will have that desire. What He knows all things. Listen, He does not even know in part. He knows in full. He does not know. He, he does not know in part. He knows in full. He knows your tomorrow. He knows your tomorrow. And you know the beautiful thing about the Most High, the God we are talking about, He is a sovereign God. His sovereignty does not permit Him to do evil. Why? Because there is no evil with Him. There is no evil with Him. Rather, there is no there is no shadow. There is no darkness or shadow of turning with Him. In Him is light, and there is no shadow. Of, there is no darkness or shadow of turning. Now listen carefully. You are talking of the Most High God, who is the King of Glory. He He knows all things. He created all, He created the mountains. He created the galaxy. He created the sun, the moon, the stars. He created all things. No matter what you ask from Him, it is infinitesimally small compared to what He has. You know what He said? He said, "I am the Almighty God that created all things." He said, "If I was hungry, I would not ask you." He said, "The cattle on the ten thousand hills belong to Him. It belongs to Him." You are talking of the Most High. You, our ability to know who we are talking about is what strengthens our faith. It's what strengthens our faith. There is nothing that you can take from Him that depletes Him. No, no. No matter how rich a person may be in the world, no matter how wealthy a person may be, no matter how much the value of a person may be, it is infinitesimally small to what is in the in the hand of our God. So the issue is, if He has, He only knows all things. He has all things. So if he knows our all, all things, then why is it that many of us are not having what we, I mean, are not having the excess? It is because of our mind. It is because of how we perceive him. It is because of how we perceive him. It's because of how we perceive him. God is so wide. He's so great. He's so mighty. He's so unique. Can you imagine? He's in Asia. He's in, he's in Africa. He's in North America. He's in Europe. He's in Australia. He's in all the continents of the world. And he's, at the, he's there at the same time, in the same measure, in the same quality. In the same quality. Not that, oh, he's much here in Europe, or he's much in Africa, or he's much... No, 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 no. He's the same everywhere. In, like David said, he said, even if I go, even I lay my bed, even in hell, in the pit of hell, he said, Lord, I know you are there. He is there. Even in hell, he's there. He's your created creator. Oh, beloved, you, why are you doubting them this most time? Did you don't when you doubt him and we walk in unbelief, it's an insult against his person. It's an insult to his personality. Listen carefully, beloved. God is the God you serve, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of all spirit. He is the all he is the mighty one. Nobody can quantify him. Nobody can limit him. You know, when I hear people at times, they begin to say, God does not exist. I mean, when it says God does not exist, it's because of his mercy. <laughs> because of his mercy. How can you say God does not exist? So how did you come? How did the world come? How did the creation come? Oh, there was a big bang. No, there no big bang. There was somebody that created the heavens and the earth. He created it. He created all things. How do you expect that the whole universe, the whole earth, is being suspended up there and yet some are upside down when you look at it because the earth is spherical, yet everybody is held together by the force of gravity and yet 
this force of gravity does not break. This force of gravity does not give up everyone. If there was no force of gravity, we'd be floating in the air. Yet, he spoke all these things into existence. He, he, held, he holds everything by the power of his words. You are talking of the most high. Listen to me carefully. You, you, you have to know the capacity of the God we serve. We have to understand the ability of God that we serve. Listen, he, 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 there is nothing you can ask from him that he does not have. No, it is you and I that determines how far we go. So our God is omnipresent. He's at all places at all times. Our God is omnipresent. He's the all-knowing God. He knows all things. He knows all things. You can't hide from him. You can't hide from him. He knows all things. He knows the challenge you are going through. And I tell you that challenge has an expiry date. He knows the problem you are going through. That problem has an expiry date. Everything and anything that does not conform to his word in your life has an expiry date. And what is going to expire is going to go away. It's going to go away. Just like you blow the wind. It's going to go away. Why? Because that is the way he created all things. He created all things perfect. Sin might have adulterated it. But even at that, when his son came to redeem us and to redeem mankind, listen, everything that is negative will never stay negative. It will eventually turn and it will turn to positive. Why? Because positivity is light. Darkness is negativity. So, and the Bible says, and the light shines in darkness and darkness could not comprehend it. All you need to do, all we need to do is to expose ourselves to the light of this countenance, to the light of his word, to the light of his word, and everything will change. God, God has not created any negativity. Listen, God cannot create sickness with you. God did not create sickness with you. God did not put that sickness in you. Don't let the devil tell you or deceive you to tell you that, hey, the devil says, hey, that sickness, God put it in you to teach you a lesson. No, sir. God does not use the instruments of the devil to teach his, lesson, his children lesson. I say again, God does not use the instruments, the tools of the devil to teach his children a lesson. God has multiple ways. Have you not heard in the scripture? He said his wisdom, he said his foolishness is wiser than men. So do you think God wants to use to teach you his child a lesson? And he will not use poverty, he will not use sickness, he will not use uh, backwardness, he will use stagnancy to teach you a lesson. No, God has multiple ways to teach us a lesson. God does not use tools of the devil. Anything that you see all those things in any life, you have to kick it out. You have to kick it out. Why? Because the Bible makes it clear. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Against rulers of darkness in heavenly places. You kick them out. It is not meant to be there. And we all say, oh, but personally, I've been praying concerning sickness. I've been praying concerning my health. I've been praying concerning my finances. But nothing seems to be moving. No, 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 no. Stay there, kick it out. Then listen for the voice of the Spirit. Listen for his instruction. He will tell you what to do. He will tell you what to do. Once he tells you what to do, you just do it. It may not make sense. Do it. As you do it, you will see his mighty power. As you do it, you will see yourself being translated from one level of glory to another level of glory. Remember what the scripture says. So there is the glory of the sun. There's the glory of the moon. There's the glory of the stars. Said, so and one star differs from another star in glory. Where you are now may be glorious, but there is a greater glory that is coming around. 
There's a greater glory that is coming for you. So don't stay where you think that the glory is ended here. No. No matter how you are, no matter how comfortable or what breakthrough you might have experienced, there is still a better place God wants to take you. There is still a better place God wants to take you. You might say, oh yes, I have enough for myself. God is saying, I don't want you to have enough for yourself alone. I want you to be a blessing to people. I want you to give somebody scholarship. Because you serve the all-knowing God, you serve the almighty God, you serve the immortal God, the invincible God, the God of glory. Oh, please, brethren, don't miss this coming Saturday when we'll be talking about have dominion. Listen, when he created all things in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, he told man, he said, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over everything that you have created. They'll be fruitful and multiply. Subdue the earth. They'll have dominion over them all. Genesis 1 28. Have dominion. Have dominion. What does it take to have dominion? Well, even for the fact that you live on earth, can you express dominion? Yes. All these things we will look at. And in what phase of area are you to exercise dominion? We'll look at them all together on Saturday. Don't miss Saturday, please. Wherever you are, tune in. If you're in meeting, be there. And I want to say again, everywhere has been open. Church is open. Please start going to church. Don't say I'm comfortable to watch it at home, to watch the, the program at home. No, 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 no. There is an anointing that is commanded when people come together. Rather, where two or more people are gathered. There is an anointing. The atmosphere is different. There is an anointing that is different. That anointing is a sweetener to the soul. It's an anointing that breaks yoke. So don't say, I will sit at home. I will watch on YouTube. No. You can get the message. But let me tell you sincerely, the environment is always charged. The manifested presence of God is always Right there, when brethren come together, we lift up holy voices together. So don't stay at all. I will meet you there. So we are looking at the most high, the ever-living God. Number three, our God is an omini, is your omnipotent God. You know, is your all-powerful God. Psalm 113, Psalm 115, verse 3, he says, But our God is in heaven, and he has done whatever he pleases. Our God is in heaven. And he does whatever he pleases. He whatever at least. Now, listen. God is omnipotent. He's the all-powerful God. About the fact that he's, he's, that he's omnipresent, and the fact that he's omnipresent, that he knows all things, God is omnipotent. He's the all-powerful God. No one can question him. He is sovereign. But the sovereignty only permits him to do good for his children because there is no darkness with him. He is the, the all-powerful God. Listen to me carefully. <sighs> when I think and I try to imagine God with my brain, with the head, you can't fathom him. You can only understand him by the heart. You can only know his mightiness by the heart. And no matter how much of the power of God that you know, what you have seen seen out of him is just very very small. No matter every man of God, every great evangelist, I mean miracle workers and all that you see, I've seen power of God, I've seen the miracle power of God, but you know what? It is very insignificant to what the power of God can do. I mean, talking of it, Jesus Christ came as God. He's the all-powerful God. They were going to bury the son of the widow of Nain. He met them and he said, come on, arise. The boy came back to life. 
Lazarus had been dead for four days. The sister said, if you have been here, our brother would not have died. Listen, there, is, there was not a single dead person that met with Jesus that did not come back to life. Because he himself is life. How can darkness meet with light and darkness be struggling with light? No, it's not possible. There was no single funeral that just guy went to that, that life did not come. Because he is God and he himself is light. So automatically, when light contacts darkness, or when, when light, when life contacts death, death will automatically give way. Check the whole scripture. No single dead person met with Jesus and they went to bury him. Because he himself is the resurrection and the life. His resurrection and the life. He can do what is the all-powerful God. When the of Israel left the land of Egypt and they got to the Red Sea, there was no way. Through the power of his nosery, he opened up the Red Sea. They moved in between. Pharaoh did not understand who he was dealing with. How can a created thing, a creature, be boasting against his creator? It was just quenched off, simply. Now listen to me carefully. You, you as an individual, a human being, when you see an ant or a possibly an insect, very small, and you're wearing a shoe, and you want to kill it, you don't struggle to kill it. The very small, you just spread, you just step on it, just march on it, and you move on. Now listen, that is, human being could be regarded as that ant, the most high God, you, as it were, it's like, oh, the most high God steps on your knees, God. But even at that, the most high God is still bigger in terms of proportion when you look at yourself and the ant. He's the all-powerful God. When the blind man Artemius met him, he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He stood still. He called him, receive your sign, and that's it. There was no situation that came to him that he could not handle. The only limitation is you and I. And that is why this word is coming to us today. That look, don't limit, don't, don't put God in a box. I see you are making a request. I already think this is how God will answer me. Okay, this is how God will answer. No, 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 no. He has a million ways to get the same thing done. He's the all-knowing God. Without, with him, there is no wickedness with him. He does, not have any, he does not have the capacity to do evil. Even in his all-powerfulness, he does not have the capacity to do evil. He is sovereign, and his sovereignty is only to do good for his children. And I want to tell you, beloved, if you can have an understanding of who the most of God, who God is, your faith will be strong. Your faith will be, un, will not, will, will be unwavering. Why? Because you know who he is. And that is the essence. He's all-knowing God. Not only is the all-powerful God, omnipotent God, is also holy. Our God is a holy God. You want to know him? You want to know him? You want to work with him? He is a holy God. You want, your, you want, you want to understand his ways? He is a holy God. You can only understand the ways of God by understanding who he is by knowing that he's a holy God you want to know God you cannot stay in sin and expect that you will understand God it's not possible no the nature of God is holy he's a holy God he's so holy 
true and true. He is holy even differently. No matter how holy an individual is, it does not match the holiness of, it, of God. It does not match us being qualified to stay in his presence. You know what he looks at? What he looks at is the holiness of Christ. The righteousness of Christ is what he looks at. Anytime we come approach him, if you think that it is because of your holiness, because of the way you have spoken, because of the way you have comported yourself, I'm not saying we should live carelessly. I'm not saying you should live a, a very sinful life. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that even the height of man's holiness still does not qualify us to enter into his presence. So that is why it is important for every one of us to bear in mind, to know that the only way we can be accepted into his presence is when we come through Jesus Christ. Your holiness, your good works, my good works, in fact, the Bible says our own righteousness is like a filthy rag. It's like a menstrual rag. So, there is no amount of holiness you can portray. that you can say, I won't talk, I won't laugh, I won't shake, I won't rock, I won't abuse, I won't do it, I will try to do everything. Good. Even in the midst of it, the height of it, it still does not match the, the infinitesimal part of God's holiness. So, what makes us acceptable in His presence is His Son. Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. When we come before him, he does not see my face. He does not see us. He sees Jesus. He sees Jesus. He sees us through the, he sees us through Jesus. So no matter what, no matter how, how we might have done, after all, after all is done, it is still Jesus that he sees. And that's what I'm going to stop today. Are you born again? Have you accepted Jesus into your life? Are you saved? Don't think by you pray five times a day or 20 times a day or 100 times a day will accept you. No. There is no amount you can do to make yourself acceptable to God. It is Jesus Christ that God sees in you. He sees us through Jesus. Once he sees us through Jesus, we are qualified. But if he does not see you through Jesus, you can't make it in. If you want to accept Jesus today, that you can be acceptable to the below. Please say this prayer with me. And mean it from your heart. Lord Jesus, I come to you today to ask for forgiveness of my sins. I am sorry for my sins. And I come to you to ask for forgiveness. I take advantage of your blood today. And I receive cleansing by the blood. I accept you into my life. And I believe in my heart that you saved me. And I confess you as my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You said that prayer, you are born again. Please find a Bible-believing Bible church and start growing. It's not enough for you to save. You need to grow in Him so that you can know Him. I want to pray for every one of us here today. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for everyone who is listening to me that your hand of mercy will rest over everyone. Let your glory be revealed in every life. Lord, let your hand be strong upon us. Help us to know you more. Open our eyes of understanding that we may be able to know who God is, who you are really. Let every scale drop away from our eyes. Let every veil be removed that we may be able to know you better. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. So we come again on Saturday for Dominion Voice Breakfast Meeting. Let's meet there. See you there in person. And if you are there and connected, see you there on Saturday. God bless you. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. Have a blessed day.